episode 10, give it a shot. Give some of your daily time with Jesus a shot. What could you lose? Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal guys trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, hey, this is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Dude, episode 10. This is huge. Episode 10? Who thought we'd make it to episode 10? Let's be honest, I didn't. Sometimes I did. Not every day. I'm glad we're here, man. This is good. Congratulations, Andrew, on episode 10. (sighs) Congratulations. And we didn't miss a week. No, this no, we didn't. Straight. We that's did. That's right. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. We might have to start talking about when we take like a vacation, a downtime. But dude, not right now. Not till we get We've to at least episode that's eleven. We've taken vacations and we still got recording. So sneaky okay. about it. Yes. Well, dude, um, I see you're you're drinking a fancy energy drink. That means this is going to be a good night. How you doing? Yeah, it's How like a healthy version of energy drink. Uh, there's only one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven ingredients. So that's that says relatively. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, and all of them I can read. I don't nice. know what tartaric acid is, but <laughs> I assume it's some kind of preservative. Oh, that's uh, uh, that's actually uh, from the endangered tartar bird. I wondered um, if they, that was it. It's, I, I recognize kill, the name. It's from the kidneys. It's. Pretty oh, bad. just from the bird, the bird's kidneys, the tartar yeah. bird's kidneys. Yeah, the tartar yeah. bird—that's the one in the Bahamas. Is that what that's, <laughs> yeah, at? that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Bahamas. Yeah. yeah, they hunt. They Lives hunt, in they like giraffe poop. Mostly. In the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I that figured. sounds right. Uh-huh. That's probably where yeah. the tar comes from. Tartar, rest in peace. But it does have 120 <laughs> milligrams of caffeine per can. Dude, which... I don't think I could do that at this time of night. I can't drink coffee at like. After like 3 p.m. or I'm really? in trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, ca- caffeine doesn't bother me. Mm. Uh, nice. And it never like, I think it's because it bothered my brother drastically. So my mom was like, <laughs> you can never have caffeine. So like I just trained my body. Those like you can't act crazy on caffeine or you're not going to get to drink <laughs> caffeine afternoon or whatever his rules were. Um, That's funny. Dude. So it was really just out of self-preservation that I wanted to keep drinking soda well into the night. That's fair. Um, and I couldn't do if, if it affected me at all. Right. That's fair. Nice. Dude, how you been? Dude, I've been better than those tartar birds. Um, but good. I will I will tell you, literally yesterday we almost we almost flooded our house and then we almost burned our house down. Like home ownership is no joke, Hopefully. man. <laughs> Hopefully it's in the other order though. Hopefully you almost burnt down your house and then almost flooded it. Just no. like in case you did start burning it, at least it you had a flood coming. <laughs> no, no, we literally we had a big leaking pipe issue. <laughs> Finally oh got gosh. that nearly wrapped up, and I actually had to wait, wait, nearly that today. I was about to yeah. say that's <laughs> something you want to nearly wrap up. <laughs> no, like, no, we got, got one of those the, like full fixes kind of things. We got it to the point where it was like leaking slowly, you know, not like gushing, and then and it was like livable for a while. And then okay. last night I like turned our water fully off off ended up fixing it fully today but um yeah but dude the the fire came after the water man it like once everything was dry once it was good to go and it was uh almost an electrical fire it was no joke so that's not that's that's a rough day right there (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) so other than that man i'm good chickens are happy um i just realized tonight though (laughs) yeah i know they uh i've left just tar paper on their their roof for a long time which is okay for like a couple weeks but it's been like over a month and uh i need to get some shingles on their uh on their roof rip up the tar paper the tar paper now and put new tar paper down because it's bad Probably not. Probably not. Exactly. But if it's wet, I, I have a bunch because I buy. You have to buy this huge roll, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's the only size it comes in. So I have plenty if I have to. So, nice. yeah, I was your swimming pool because I'll be honest. The last Dude. couple of days here, I was like, man, how nice would Dude. it be? I almost it was like, been... I'm gonna find an Airbnb and just hang out at Airbnb <laughs> all week that has a hot tub and a swimming pool. That'd be awesome. You should. That'd be a blast. I need friends. Dude, I need I, friends that have a I swimming have... pool. That's what I need. 
dude, come over here. You know, it's just a quick hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, just like and you can be in a thousand miles or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a long drive. No. All, that's all I remember. I will say I have literally uh, showered way less in the last two weeks because of the nice. pool. Because like I'll get sweaty during the day because it's been like 80s, 90s, you know? And uh, and then in the evening, like when we finish dinner, Catherine's going to bed. I'll just jump in the pool, man. It's oh, like, it's great. And that's it's like being like, a child again, right? Like yeah. that's your entire summer was yeah. you just get in the pool. And you're like, would you shower just, today? Well, I swam for the last few days. I like, swam for three hours. Like, that's it doesn't fun. matter. Yeah. Yeah. So Until it's been, nighttime. That's been like, nice. That's my thing with like pools and night. Uh, because sharks know shark week's coming and they're going to, <laughs> Dude, they're going to be trying to impress people. And I, had don't, those fears. I don't care what anyone says, those shadows in the pool late at night. I know they're, I know their jaws. Dude, I would watch Shark Week religiously, and that's probably really? why I'm scared of no. sharks. Like as a kid, and it always I watched turned Jaws out that... as a child, and that's dude. the thing that scarred me. Dude, well, I did too. That probably was worse. But dude, I learned about shark bull sharks living like swimming up freshwater rivers. And man, I'll tell you what, even in Ohio, when we'd be out on our boat growing up and I'd fall off the tube or fall off the skis and be floating as the boat came back around, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to die. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So no, I can't do it. I don't, I don't understand. I could never be able to pick up surfing for that reason right there. There's too yeah. many videos out there of like, sure. I was watching this video uh, of these YouTubers uh, that like travel the world or whatever on a boat, which would be freaking amazing that would um, be awesome but they went diving with sharks i think they were tiger sharks which are pretty aggressive animals uh, and mm-hmm. they were saying through the whole thing of like they're not aggressive as as you know people say they're not trying to kill you um sometimes you know they try to come and say hi to you and the way they do that is with their teeth and are you freaking kidding me right now and then they're like hey. telling the story of like the girl like just turned her head to swim back towards the boat and wasn't watching where the shark was uh, and like the shark realized it and was like jetting right towards her, like ready to take a chomp out of her rear end. And thankfully, there's another dude there that like, you know, hit him in the nose and kind of direct him a different way. And you're like, you've got to be kidding me! Like, what do you mean they're not yeah. dangerous? <laughs> yeah, they're like 15 feet long, massive. They kill things for a living. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, razor tar- or sharp teeth? Like, no, thank you. Yeah, razor sharp tartar teeth. Yeah, yeah. I bet you they love the yeah. tartar bird. They're probably dude, a big they, fan. They've seen them I'm picturing like really yeah. fat, like the tartar bird. They're not flying birds. No, Those they're really like, pudgy. They're little like eggs. Double, double, <laughs> double the size of an ostrich, but all flab. Oh, bigger. They're, just, they're huge. Oh, but I was picturing flabby. like chicken size, but super flabby. Oh, no, dude. They're like, they're like the, uh, they're like the, oh, gosh, what's. Okay, I'm I'm ruining this. They're basically the slugs of birds, like just mammoth yeah, yeah. slug birds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a sloth, like uh-huh. kind of yeah. slow moving, just Pretty taking slow, its time. Easy but super target. Fat. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be super yeah. fat. Oh. Great kidney oil, though. Hey, yeah. if you're tuning in today, thank you so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Um, yes. Hey, if you could just give us a shout out on your social media That's platforms, right. that'd be a huge yeah. win for us. That helps us out. Um, just totally. kind of getting uh, this message of we want to help you find hope again out there. Um, we do yeah. uh, greatly appreciate you listening and liking us and subscribing to us and all those fun things. Uh, but this week, Andrew, what are we yeah. talking about? This week, we are talking about giving it a shot. And and when I say that, it sounds real vague because it is. Just give it a shot. But I'm thinking we're like, talking shot, 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 that kind shot. of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Little just Wayne, give it a shot. Sing that song. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Uh, Since that was our, our most Wayne. listened to podcast was about alcohol and marijuanas, uh, Dude. we just figured we'd bring it back. We're going to talk about how do you take a shot uh, the proper <laughs> yeah. way. It's actually uh, Lil John. Lil John, Lil not John. Lil Wayne. Yeah. No, so give it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, shot, 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 shot. Uh, just daily Jesus, dude, is, is what we're trying to be. We're trying to be a little tricky with it. Give it a shot. But the reality is it's hard to spend daily time with Jesus. It's hard to, to make that a part of your normal day. And for me, man, I've been, I've been trying to do this for years. And, uh, and if I'm honest, it, it isn't necessarily easier over time. You know, there's still, there's still stuff that comes up every time. I'm like, all right, time to spend time with Jesus. It's like daughter starts crying. I got 
stuff to do. I got you have work a fire starting. And a flood in your your basement. <laughs> a yeah. flood fire happening at the same time. Like, dude, there's there's always other stuff, you know. And if nothing else, there's just like, oh, somebody liked my picture on Instagram. Better go, you know, see who that was and check it out and whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give it a shot. Take some time. Try it out. What do you got to lose? Honestly, what yeah. can you lose? Like, do you ever? Do you ever spend time with Jesus and just feel like that was a waste? No, I don't think I ever have. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's not possible. Like, yeah. I would assume like people probably yeah. um, have ended their time with Jesus. You'd be like, oh, that was a waste of my time. Yeah. Not because, not because of Jesus, but kind of where, kind of where their heart was at and all of it. But I, I think the big thing is like we're bringing – we're bringing what we've been talking about the last two episodes kind of like all together, yeah. right? Yeah, like yeah. We talked about, it, I think, this last episode too, but um, it's, you know, it's prayer and it's confession and it's yeah. uh, reading our Bibles and it's um, spending time in worship and spending time in solitude and in silence and kind of bringing all that together into like one moment. Yeah. And really that one moment is is our time with Jesus, which we're saying, mm-hmm. hey, why not give it a shot? Like, um, what's the what's the harm in doing it? And can you not give the next seven days? Um, 20 minutes a day. I'm just yeah. spending time with Jesus, um, reading your yeah. Bible and spending time in prayer. Um, and really what is, what does that really look like? And, um, you know, the, the reason we, this is important to us is like, we talk about this John 10, 10 life, this life to the full, mm-hmm. and this abundant yeah. life, depending on what version of scripture you're reading. And, um, we talk about, you know, having hope again and finding freedom in this life and not letting this life feel like a burden, but, yeah. um, even in the midst of pain and hardship, um, you're still full of hope. It's still full of peace. Um, and I genuinely believe personally that a big portion of that is to spend time with Jesus, to foster yeah. that relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. And we've said this every episode, but we don't do these things because this is what good Christians do. We do these things right. because this is how we, we connect with Jesus. This is how we grow yeah. in, in our relationship with Christ. And and yeah. not in knowledge necessarily, but in intimacy and and in mm-hmm. rawness and in realness, like we talked, I don't know if it was last episode episode before, but we talked about yeah. that whole idea of um, like, does it feel like you're exposing yourself? And if it's not, yeah. like you're just, you're not mm-hmm. there yet. Um, and that's okay. We, we want to help you get there, but um, it yeah. takes some work on your part and you've got to set aside time to do that. And I know we talk about uh, spending time with Jesus every day. Like we all, we all think about it. So we want to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. Um, but then we just never find the time to actually do it. Um, you know, I'm in a guy's group right now and we read six days of the week. Uh, and I would probably say the majority of the group probably doesn't read not to offend you. If you're listening, I appreciate your listening. Um, but they probably don't read at all and they kind of cram it all in one day. Um, and I get it. Like it feels like an assignment and you're doing this work for this class kind of thing. But, um, in all reality, the, the habit we're trying to foster is, spending yeah. time with Jesus, like daily yeah. Jesus. Like, what does that look like? And yeah. Uh, but I guess kind of to dive into this, Andrew, like, yeah, what does your time with Jesus look like now? Yeah. And how has it evolved over the years? Yeah. Well, um, right now my, my time with Jesus each day looks a little different than it did a few years ago. Um, so with, uh, with an under two year old daughter, it's like, there's a lot of things that, seem to be important and urgent at the same time. Um, especially if I'm not like working, you know, like, cause she usually gets up pretty early. So I end up getting up early. Wife ends up getting up early and, um, I don't get a lot of time, uh, to myself necessarily through the day, um, nor does Jenna. So one of the best times for me, uh, to spend time with Jesus is as I shower and get ready in the morning. Um, Literally, I've discovered in the last couple of years, maybe the last three years, that I'm like way more of an auditory learner and thinker than I am like a reader, you know, like there's there's a lot of value in reading. I still love sitting down and reading, but uh, but man, I, it, usually I just listen to the Bible as I shower for, and, and not even every day, but a lot of days I do where it's like, I have 15, 20 minutes where I'm going to shower, shave, get ready. Um, and I'm kind of doing things as I'm listening to the Bible, but there will always be things that jump out and just either encourage me or kick me in the teeth or 
become a theme through my day that I just heard in the morning. Um, and, and I always try to like interject prayer in that time. Even if like, even if it's going, I'm listening to the Bible. If something pops out, I just start praying about it and trying to listen a little bit. Um, but then man, the, the reality is that's like, that's a chunk of my day, but throughout the day, like I, I try to just take time. I try to take moments and be quiet, which that's, that's way harder for me than doing something. Try to take moments throughout the day and be quiet though. And just listen, is God trying to tell me anything? Can I even hear what he's trying to say? Cause I think God's always speaking something over us um, or to us. And it's just like pretty rare that we, <laughs> we catch on to exactly what that is. So I try to pause and listen throughout the day. Um, and then I just try to be prayerful throughout my day. It's like, if I walk outside and see an awesome tree, that's like a great reason to be like, God, that's beautiful. Like, thanks for letting that tree exist. Thanks for making that. And and thanks for making me and thanks for making the sun that I can even see that. And, and all these things, you know, you can just spiral out from the normal stuff in your life, but yeah. my daily time in Jesus probably looks like me getting ready, <laughs> you know, like anybody else for my day um, with the Bible playing in the background and, and a few moments probably at the end where I pause that and just pray and, uh, and start my day. Um, that's what about you, man? I, I, I'll answer in just a second. I want to kind of jump on what you said. I I think something that you said that it's extremely helpful, I think for ourselves in terms of just evaluating where our heart is. And I don't think it necessarily determines our intimacy with God, but it does determine, um, how often God is on our minds. Um, or Jesus in our relationship with him in our own minds. Like if you're praying throughout the day regularly, mm-hmm. now you have to be careful with this, right? Like you could just get yeah. really legalistic and just pray throughout yeah. the day. That's that's not the point. Um, the point is like if if Jesus pop into your mind often to have conversation about whatever or pray through or ask through whatever yeah. happens to be, um, that's probably a good sign that you're in a good place mm-hmm. um, to continue to kind of pursue this. If, if you go weeks, days, weeks, months, and you don't remember the last time, that you really yeah. prayed or had a conversation with God, um, like you're in a tough spot. And I, I think the I think the enemy's goal is to isolate us, right? Yeah. Uh, isolate us from community, isolate us from the people that love us the most, isolate us from God. And um, I think that's a good sign of, hey, like I've been isolated. Like I'm not spending time with with God. I don't know the last time I prayed or even talked to God. Um, yeah. Like I talk about God. Um, yeah you know, in my conversations, but I don't, I haven't talked to God. And I think that's mm. a big, I think that's a big step. Um, and yeah. I think in terms of giving it a shot, like just start there, just yeah. start a dialogue and have a conversation. I was talking with a guy last week or the week before. Um, and as we kind of talked, that was kind of the conclusion that he came to is, yeah, I'm going to drive home tonight. I just, I just need to kind of open up that line of communication and start talking to God and yeah. just see what happens. Yeah. And, um, I haven't asked him about it, you know, what that experience was like since then. But, you know, my prayer and my hope is that it was fruitful. Yeah. But, dude, yeah, and just take even, a shot. even, yeah, take a shot. Give it a try. It, like, that's the, I feel like that's one of the themes of, of what we talk about almost every episode is that God's just like there waiting, you know, waiting yeah. for you to take just a small step, you know, like you don't have to immediately run a marathon to use the step analogy. It's like God's waiting for you to just take one tiny step towards him. And he's going to probably take three towards you. Like he's, he's just good to us, man. Like I don't feel like God depends on our effort that much, but at the same time, when you take a small step towards him, when I take a small step towards him, I always feel like I get rewarded. Like, 10 times for that, that small effort. Um, the other night I was, I was struggling to fall asleep and, and I had been like just going all day, you know, going, going, going. And it, like, I think Jana had been asleep for a while. I was laying there in bed and I was listening to a podcast. I was still just wide awake and I was enjoying the podcast immensely. Um, was it ours? I'm hoping it was ours. It was not. Dude, <laughs> yeah, dude. come on. No. <laughs> not even listening to your own podcast. It wasn't, it wasn't ours. I was just looking at our no. pod uh, on my uh, Apple Podcast app, and yeah, uh, yeah, I've listened to two of ours all the way through. <laughs> That's awesome. I've listened to 
I've listened to maybe more than two, but I've listened to all of them at least part of the way through and a couple of them. Some of them are like right at the very beginning. Like I got through the intro to make sure it sounded fine. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Dude, but here's the thing. I I realized that I had gone almost that entire day, you know, probably 6 a.m. to at that point, almost 11 p.m. And hadn't really spent any significant time with, with God because I had just been so busy with so much stuff, you know? Um, mainly good stuff, but just a lot of stuff to do. And, uh, so I, (laughs) I kind of begrudgingly paused my podcast and prayed for a little while. And, and I just prayed like, God, do you want to say anything to me? And, uh, and he didn't say anything to me. Um, but as you were telling me that, um, I felt like I understood what he was trying to say. And it was just, don't give me your worst time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, don't give me, don't make me your last priority. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just no, feel convicted good. of that, but there's something to, you might need to pray after this episode now, but there's something to like giving a little bit of your time that kind of hurts or that like, you know, Oh yeah. Like, like there's, there's plenty there's of times right, that you're like, that. yeah, I probably should spend some time in prayer. Yeah. I, I just don't really want to. So I'm going to turn on the music. I'm going to turn on podcasts. I'm going to turn on an audiobook, whatever happens to be, and kind of miss it. But it's, you know, as you're saying, like Matthew 7, 7 comes to mind, um, which is ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open to you. The thing about those verses that I always, um, and this is is Jesus speaking. Um, Mm -hmm. He's quoted here in the the end of the Sermon on the Mount. But um, what I always find really interesting to us is there is a step in in each of those yeah. things that we provide, but it's such a small step in compared to what God provides yeah. on the other side, right? Like ask and to yeah. be given to you. What? All I had to do was ask and God did all the work to give, right? Mm-hmm. All I had to do was seek. I just had to turn yeah. my head and God yeah. did everything to help me find it. All I had to do was yeah. knock on a stinking door and then he yeah. did the work to open the door to wherever I was headed mm-hmm. right, right next. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of that that whole thing of, of baby steps is, is key here. Um, yeah. And don't stop taking the steps and grow on those steps. And, you yeah. know, don't stay, excuse me, as um, Paul said, like, don't stay on, on milk, like start eating solid food in yeah. terms of your faith, um, like start taking bigger chunks of, of this time with Jesus and, and growing that in terms of our dependence and our reliance on Jesus. Um, yeah. But start somewhere. Like, What's it? Um, okay. So if you... So a lot of the time when we're talking, I, I try to picture somebody who grew up in the church um, and fell, not even just in the church, grew up following Jesus maybe sincerely, sincerely, and then just fell out of that, drifted out of it over time and is maybe on the fringes of like, do I even want to do this anymore? Yeah. Is this going to be a part of my life? Is this not? Because I'm just, I'm on the fringe, you know? I think that person, or I think the person that's like starting to kind of explore it, but they've been in a lot of other paths for a long time. And they're just like, maybe that's the Jesus answer. Maybe it's like, I need more knowledge about science. Maybe it's this other answer, you know, other religion or whatever. And, uh, and it's, it's that type of person that I picture. So like, if you say, say something, say that guy is sitting across from you or gal, and it's just like, yeah, I haven't really spent time with Jesus in like years. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know where to start. Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, where do you start? What would you say? Um, I'd say I'd start with this. I'd start with empathy in terms of I get it. Like, yeah. um, we all go through these seasons and because um, we do, we're all trying to find this this void to fill. Right? We're Maybe we're chasing an emotion or an experience or um, a feeling and um, we're just trying to fill with anything and everything and um, because our expectation of Jesus was never fulfilled in our growing up. Yeah. Um, and and I think, like, say you've grown up in the church, you're a youth group kid, uh, for lack of a better um, example. Yeah, for sure. So you're going on camps and retreats and you're spending time with other people that follow Jesus or at least claim to follow Jesus. And, um, the environment's relatively protected. Um, it's safe. Um, and you've had some great mountaintop experiences where I felt super close to Jesus. And now you kind of don't have those same, 
essentially hand-holding along the way. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where the church misses it, is we don't make a clear enough distinction of what it, we're trying to do as the church. Mm. So like in youth ministry, we, we give you these camps and these retreats and this experience with God that create these environments with God. Um, and we don't really do a great job of explaining the why behind it. Yeah. Like, yes, we want you to connect with Jesus in these moments, and we foster an environment for that to happen um, because we that's important to us as followers of Jesus. Um, but we don't give you the tools that you need to make sure that continues to happen. And I think that's yeah. what we're talking about here as we talk mm -hmm. about just daily time with Jesus or quiet time devotions, whatever we call it, um, is like here's yeah. the piece that, that keeps this going. Like here's mm -hmm. the piece that we keep coming back to, that same experience that you had um, at wherever um, is, the is the same experience you can have in your bedroom or on your back porch or sitting in your living room or in your car. Like those yeah. things can still be there. That closeness of God can still yeah. be there. Um, it's just totally. we got to do the work and create the disciplines in our life to to foster that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, it can't just be that, you know, and, and it's kind of those moments of like, you know, you're in this environment where it, it feels you feel so close to God. And it's a whole idea of like I've taken this small step. I've knocked and yeah. asked. Um, yeah. I've seeked and God showed up in those moments. Mm -hmm. um, that's fantastic. It's amazing. But I stopped doing those things when I left. Yeah. Or I got back to the routine of life and it mm -hmm. wasn't the same. Like, yeah, I was reading my Bible, but it wasn't it wasn't the same kind of experience. <laughs> yeah. And I think the piece that's missing is is really that like exposure of the heart that we talked about last week of mm -hmm. like how honest are you with yourself? How honest are you with God? Of like what you're really thinking and where are you really at and what you're really struggling yeah. with and what don't you fully understand and what parts yeah. of, of this whole faith thing don't seem to kind of gel together. Ask yeah. those questions, dig into those things. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think the simple formula is like if we had to boil it down to that and anyone can have a quiet time any way they want. But um, I yeah. think you start with just prayer of quick prayer of like centering your yeah. heart on Jesus, right? Um, yeah. Like Jesus is what I've done and forgive me for that and um, I'm yeah. coming to you in this moment I just want to seek you in this moment I'm, I'm mm -hmm. desperate to hear your voice in this moment and then go into yeah. reading scripture and I'd recommend you know reading in concession so like mm -hmm. don't don't do the whole spin up your Bible and put your finger down it doesn't work right. um, or if you do that just keep reading after the place you stopped your finger and do that the next day and the next day like if you start if, if you yeah that's where you started just here, keep going then just there. keep yeah, yeah. going and going don't yeah, just do the keep going and New spot I day. think oftentimes we want it to be like we're looking for like that miracle moment, right? Because we hear those stories of yeah. like God said exactly what I need to hear in this moment. That's yeah, true. The Ouija board deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. it's true. God does do those things. But spinning through your Bible and hitting a verse, the chances, like, like yeah. uh, you're playing you're playing a game you're gonna lose and it's not gonna feel good because yeah. you're gonna feel like God let you down and you know that wasn't that wasn't the intention and like for the longest time I, I was praying a prayer like God just let this verse come up on my my radio just so I know that you see me still just so I know that you care and it never came up and you're like <laughs> God like so now you're in this weird place of like okay God God hates me like he doesn't. He doesn't see me. He doesn't care. Well, that's not true. We know that not that's not true because right. Scripture tells us that's not true. Our, our mm -hmm. tradition of our faith tells us that's not true, and it's yeah. proven over and over again that God doesn't feel that way about you. Um, yeah. But when we start to play those games, I think it's the games the enemy like puts in our head of like, "Hey, go down this little road." And does God yeah. really care? Let's test him. Let's see if right. God really cares. And we're going to test him now in this moment. Oh, he didn't come right. through for you. It's because he hates you, right? That's like right. that's. That's yeah. just this, this scary ground you don't want to play with. So concession, mm -hmm. like consecutively reading through Scripture is, is helpful in the sense that like when you start today, God knows what you're going to need 15 days from now. Do you mm -hmm. not think that God can set you on a path um, reading right now to get you to 15 days from now? Totally. Um, like there's that piece of it too that God can show up with like, man, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what I need to hear on this yeah. specific day or what it happens to be. But yeah, start with a simple prayer, just setting your heart right um, and, and focusing on Jesus. Take a few deep breaths, kind of get in that moment um, yeah. and then spend some time reading or listening. Yeah. However you consume um, the best, just so you hear the words that are being said um, or understand the words that are being said and mm -hmm. kind of find those things that are really popping out to you or speaking to you and then kind of go down those rabbit holes of 
God, why yeah. does that matter to me? Why is that the thing that, that kind of showed up? And um, then you just start a conversation with God and talk through those things and talk through other things and really be as vulnerable and open about how you feel and what you're thinking as you possibly can. Like mm. share your doubts, share your excitements, share your pieces of this, God. We're like, like this is what you say, but it, it doesn't seem to make any sense. I don't see that in life. Like how is that played out here? But this yeah. is how you told us to live. Or like I look at these Christian leaders and this isn't how they live. Like how is this mm. Okay, like, mm-hmm. like wrestle through those things. I, I think that's extreme, but I think there's a level of, of vulnerability that needs to be there for it to have impact. And I think yeah. the more vulnerable you're willing to be with yourself and with God has a greater impact on yeah. your ability to hear from God and your ability to do the work in your own heart that God wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And just take, like, I feel like we've been, been saying this for a while or maybe I've just said it to myself, <laughs> just take the next right step, you know, yeah. and, and all of what you laid out are, are the next right steps. Like just, if you give that a shot, it's not going to come back empty. Like yeah. you very, like, dude, even that example I shared just from a couple nights ago where I spent the last five minutes of my awake hours having a few minutes with Jesus. And yeah. I felt like nothing came out of that. Well, as we're talking just now, I kind of got hit with what, what was that even about, you know, and that's days later. I think that was three nights ago. And it's like, that's going to keep happening. And and the more that you spend daily time with Jesus, the more that stuff will happen. It's not always, it's not always in that moment. It's not always mm-hmm. three days later. Often it is that moment where you're mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is the thought I needed to carry me through this day. This is yeah. the thought I need to become the the central thesis of this season of my life. You know, yeah. the like Matthew, we'll talk about this more in a minute, but like Matthew 6, 34, if you're going through a hard time, um, Jesus said, therefore do not worry about for tomorrow for tomorrow. will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, like that's huge. If you're going yeah. through a tough season, and you can believe that, dude, that can be the theme of your life for a while. And that can be a solid theme, but you got to wrap more around that. You got to yeah. not just read that line only and and know nothing else. Like if yeah. you, if you have that and then you keep that in context and context and relationship around it and you build trust in God, and then you actually believe that, dude, that's a powerful theme is like, yeah, each day does have enough stuff to worry about. I don't even need to worry about today like god's got it but i definitely don't need to worry about tomorrow um because yeah. i know there's going to be plenty to worry about then like i just feel like it's uh it's almost like taking a rock and just like every day this is probably a silly analogy take every day taking a single rock you know and placing it next to the other rock that you put well pretty soon you're going to have like multiple then pretty soon you're going to have a tower after that then pretty soon you're going to have to get a ladder to like start stacking on top of that stuff. You know, it's like yeah. you build a, a bigger and bigger foundation to where when tough seasons hit, when tough things happen or unexpected things happen that throw you off, you're like, I'm not just standing on a pebble, you know, like I have this whole foundation under me to, to understand of things that God has done in my life and said to me in my life to where, that's not really shaking me. Like it might be today's worry, but it's not tomorrow's worry. It's not this year's worry. You know, it's like, it's a small thing. And there are huge things in our life that can throw you off. But, um, and I don't know, I, I guess that's why I like the idea of just give it a shot because it's just not going to come back empty. It's not going to come back and be like, yeah, that was worthwhile or worthless, you know, (laughs) in my experience. I think the, the key to it all is just be intentional about it. Like yeah. not intentional in the sense of you're just doing a list of, of tasks, but intentional yeah. in the sense that like just find time throughout your week to spend time with Jesus. So like, you know, I spend time with Jesus every every morning. That's just kind of my habit. It doesn't have to be that way. It can really be yeah. any way you want to. I mean, I have a pretty specific way that I spend time with Jesus, but you don't have to spend it the same way every day either. Like yeah. it's, hey, I'm, I'm leaving the house late today. I'm going to I'm gonna spend time with Jesus at lunch today. Uh, and I'll have my Bible with me, though you always do if you have your phone, let's be honest. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to go for a walk and just kind of pray and, yeah. and try to be silent. Um, that's what I'm going to do today to spend time with Jesus. And then tomorrow, yeah. um, I, I'm going to spend time with Jesus through, through worship. And um, on my way into to work, if I have a commute or if... 
you know, I have some extra time. I'm just going to put on some worship music. I'm just going to sing as if, you know, God is standing before me and I'm just going to worship. Yeah. There's a variety of different ways that you can spend time with Jesus. The key is you're just spending time with Jesus. And um, the, yeah. the benefit we have of Scripture is it's a foundational piece for us, right? Like mm. it's, it's the recorded word of God. So here's what God has already said. It's gone through canonization, meaning it's it's gone through a vetting process of like this is what we believe mm-hmm. is the church really is what God has said. Um, so there's credibility in that. Um, yeah. You know, and there it was an accepted like the New Testament books, though it went through canonization, like they were already accepted books and letters mm-hmm. of. Yeah. the church that we said that this is like, it's not, it wasn't just this council that kind of all these powerful yeah. men came together, probably white, powerful men. <laughs> Sorry. That was probably wrong to say. Uh, powerful white power. I, I should have said that. I apologize. I'm stirring the pot. Um, but this, it wasn't necessarily that it was, uh, there was already consensus and these men were coming together to finalize that consensus or these yeah, leaders. Exactly. Not all of them were men. Um, and they were from multiple, uh, different races, but they were um, all white, right? <laughs> just they're kidding. probably. Let's be honest, none of them probably were white. Probably like, coming from the white. Middle East, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, maybe some of the Romans, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, no more white. Uh, so I, I think there's like be intentional and be consistent. Um, I think yeah. those are your two biggest pieces to this. Um, be consistent, spend time with Jesus daily, um, and as often as possible. And, and like you were saying, keep putting stones on the, on the hill, like it's going to build in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at it that way. I'm building mm-hmm. into a relationship. So if yeah. I build into a relationship, say you're, you're, you have a new friend, his name's Johnny. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really like Johnny. You just want to spend more time with Johnny. Um, cause he's a cool dude. Uh, well, how would you spend time with Johnny? You'd reach out to Johnny and say, Hey dude, we should, we should hang out this week. Um, when yeah. do you got free? Uh, hey, Johnny, we should go on a hike this week. Um, uh, don't go too much with Johnny because then you're freaking out because he's going to be like, dude, like, do you have any other friends? Like, please stop. Um, but Why are you texting me? It's a little day, bit dude? different. Yeah, it's a little bit different with Jesus. Uh, yeah. He does want to spend time with you always. He's not going to get weirded out by it. Um, it's his right. It's his desire. But yeah, um, I, was, I was reading this. I'm reading a book right now that I picked up like two-thirds of the way through it maybe. Um, yeah called Enter the Wild, or Enter Wild, Enter Wild, mm-hmm. uh, by Carlos Whitaker, um, who's a nice. Christian writer. Uh, he used to be a worship pastor. He used to work for North Point um, back in the day, and, oh, cool. and now he's a yeah. speaker and writer, but um, <laughs> I've been following him for a while. Uh, but he has a new book, and this whole concept is really just like Enter the Wild of like intimacy with Jesus to dig into the ugliness of your life and kind of find that freedom again. Like that's kind mm-hmm. of his... Mm-hmm. his stick with the whole book, but he quotes um, the verse and I don't remember off the top of my head. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. You can paraphrase it. it. It's all good. Um, the essentially when, when God says that, you know, he, he forgives us of our sins for his own sake, um, which mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting idea that maybe you read over that. You don't think much of it, but mm-hmm. um, Jesus forgives us for our sins be, for his own sake. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole idea that, like he forgave you because he wants to be in relationship with you. So that's mm. why he took care of it. Like he wants to pursue <laughs> you, but he knows the the destruction that, that sin causes and the separation that it causes. So when we're, yeah. we're, we're, when we turn to say, God forgive, like I repent of, mm. of what I've done. He's so quick to forgive, not just for your sake, but for his sake, because he wants mm. that relationship to be restored. He wants that intimacy to be, he'd be present. And, um, yeah to chase after, to chase after you as much as, um, you may not chase after him, but, um, so it's just that, that whole thing where you're like, wow, like it's crazy to think that we have a God that wants to spend time with us. Yeah. Like we have an all powerful almighty God that, that is pursuing us. Um, if we're just willing to slow down enough to let him in, but the enemy's goal in all this is to say, God doesn't care. God's not exactly. around. Where's exactly. God in this? God didn't let yeah. this situation turn out the way that he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it didn't need to turn out that way. Like yeah. maybe there's a bigger purpose in all of this. Maybe God's doing some things in the hearts of, you know, in, in your heart. Maybe he's doing it in the hearts of the other people around you. And unfortunately you have to pay the suffering of that um, yeah. for God to get, you know, the glory that he's looking for in the midst of this mm-hmm. um, and to do all good for those who, who follow him. Um, yeah. But like, so there's this piece of like, yes, we suffer. Yes, we see blessing. It has nothing to do necessary with our behavior or our actions. It has everything right. to do with just in the midst of this. And our suffering can produce great things inside of us, right? 
yeah. you know, suffering produces perseverance and perseverance, you know, it, you know, the verses like we get down mm-hmm. those roads of like, here I have peace again and here I have hope mm-hmm. again because I had to go through the trials to know that my faith was legitimate. I had to go through those trials for my own sake, not for yeah. God's sake. God knows, knows what he's done. He, he's yeah. forgiven you. It's taken care of. He's not really worried about it. But for my own sake, I have to go through that journey and, and process to find that, that deeper faith and the deeper understanding and trust of Jesus. And Yeah. Um, so I guess it really comes down to, can you be intentional this week? Uh, yeah. Can you give that a shot of like, hey, just look at your week. Uh, maybe you're like, hey, I get up at 9 o'clock every day uh, because I have to be somewhere at 9.15. Yeah. Uh, and I don't see myself waking up any earlier than 9. It's impossible. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to crack 8.30. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like if that's the if that's the, the thing, that's the hurdle you don't want to jump over right now, that's fine. Um, but where yeah. else in your life can you be intentional? So you're yeah. like, well, this class ends at this time and this next class ends at this time. I'm going to be intentional in that moment. So I think yeah. part of being intentional is you got to remove the distractions, right? you got to remove mm-hmm. the noise. Can't hear Jesus if there's a ton of noise. And so for me, when I spend time with Jesus, I put on worship music um, yeah. relatively low that I can't really hear it, but I can hear it enough that it's drowning yeah. out. Uh-huh. Um, probably my thoughts, um, but also what's what's going on around <laughs> me just so I can focus. Um, so it's put some headphones in and, and find time. Yeah. Turn off the notifications on your phone. Like um, how many days you're like, I'm going to spend time with Jesus. And then you get on your yeah. phone and uh, you're like, you know, you, you get on your phone and you're having um, uh, time with Jesus on the back porch yeah. and there's this amazing sunrise. So you're like, Oh, like I gotta take a picture of this. Like, this I gotta cool. get that. So you take a picture of this, and then Instagram. then you're not posting on Instagram, and you're like, like, because that's what you, what you do. Because if it's not on Instagram, it didn't happen. That's um, right. So you're posting it on Instagram, and now you're like, oh, this is super sweet, and you're like, I gotta get, I gotta get back to Jesus. I totally forgot. Uh, and you pull the Bible app back open, and then you get a notification: somebody's liked and commented on your photo. So you're like, well, I have to see what that is, right? Like it's it's that, that it's a slippery slope that you're gonna go down. You're like, oh shoot, like I just wasted yeah. 35 minutes. I could have been spending with. Jesus. And now I don't, I don't know. Now I'm on TikTok scrolling through the feed. Yeah. Now um, I'm on TikTok. Again, dig it. Uh, right? So dude. turn on, do not disturb on your phone. If that's yes. where you read the Bible. Yes. Um, if it's too much of a distraction, don't read your Bible on your phone. Yeah. Uh, take, take a paper Bible with you. They still mm-hmm. exist. They're still around. You can pick them up on yeah. Amazon really quick. I'd say at a Christian bookstore, but I don't think those exist anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, if yeah. they do, I don't know where they are. Um, <laughs> But you know, get a paper Bible and don't take your your phone with you. That might feel really naked and exposing, but that's kind of the emotion we're going for, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, and, so chase and after hey, it. You can use technology to your advantage. Like if you if you work from an office or work on your computer all day or most days or whatever, dude, put it in your calendar. <laughs> like put it in yep. as a recurring appointment and choose to just snooze it until you actually do something about it so that every five minutes you get something that pops up and says, spend time with Jesus, take a minute and pray, whatever you need that message to be, put it as the first thing in your day so that you're, you're most likely to see it as soon as you open your computer. And then if you don't spend that time with them, just say, I'm not going to click dismiss. I'm going to snooze this so that every five minutes I get this nagging thing that I'm in control of, it's nagging me because I'm choosing to be nagged by it, you know? And, and then when you find the dude, just be like, all right, I'm going to read for five minutes. And, and I don't care if you work in an office environment in a cubicle in a totally not Jesus related company, doesn't matter. You can, you can pull open your phone. You can look at um, the Bible app, which inevitably leads to TikTok, like we just talked about. <laughs> but if you put it on Do Not Disturb, you might have a better chance of using the Bible app, reading for five minutes and praying for two minutes. You're good. That yeah. was time with Jesus. You know, that's intentional. And yeah. and if you get good at doing the small stuff like that, um, it's going to grow because I'm convinced you're going to find reward in it. I'm convinced it's going to be like, that was the best five minutes that set my day up for success that set me up for success. And let's be honest, we're always just living in the moment. You know, we're always living one day at a time. So if you have one really good day and you start building a a new habit in a, in a positive way, it only grows over over time if you keep at it. So yeah, building a foundation and it, and it can be small and start small and it's going to grow from there. Yeah. And I I think too, like uh, there comes a point, in this spending time with Jesus um, and reading, reading and praying that you, 
you don't necessarily hit a wall, but it's not as fruitful as it used to be. So yeah. now it feels kind of boring and it's not the same. Yeah. Like yeah. you've got to add to what you're doing and not necessarily add in the sense of like do more, but add in sense of like do different. So like uh, there's definitely seasons in my life that I spent a lot more time in prayer than I did reading the Bible, kind of examining my own heart and my own emotions and my own frustrations and my own sin um, than I did at other times in my life. Like that's okay. Like there's a level of, of deeper intimacy that starts to happen here um, that we can really start to grab hold of. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can read my Bible every day um, and that's a good habit, but there's more to it. Right. And as I pursue Jesus, that kind of starts to expose things. And this is what's going to happen at some point is you're going to be kind of spending time with Jesus and Jesus is going to say something you don't want to hear. um, And you're going to choose not to listen. I didn't hear that. I wasn't paying attention. God can't be talking to me about that. That's crazy. Um, Whatever happens to be like, maybe it's God convicting you of something and you're like, that's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, Right. Like dig into those moments. Like don't be scared of those moments because there's breakthrough Mm -hmm. in those moments. Right. Like those are the moments that that God really speaks into us that, that makes us super uncomfortable um, Mm -hmm. to go down those roads. But when we choose to start going down those roads, there's a level of freedom on the other side of it. And maybe it's thoughts about yourself that you're like, these are terrifying thoughts or it's sin in your past that you haven't necessarily dealt with fully. And yeah, you're not committing the sin anymore, but it's still festering and you haven't forgiven Mm -hmm. um, what you need to forgive in that moment. Or maybe that's the old you and you don't want to deal with the old you, even though the old you is still a part of you. And if you're not bringing that into you, you're a divided soul, right? So you got to kind of work through those things and and have those hard conversations and, and really start to dig into like, God, what are you trying to say in this moment? Or, or God, when I think of that, that time in my life, this is, this is what I feel. And, yeah. and this is the emotions that are coming over me. God, that terrifies me. I don't want to go back mm-hmm. there. I, I feel helpless. I feel whatever the emotion, like dig into yeah. those emotions. Um, yeah. Like, because if we don't, then you kind of get in that stale place again. And you may be continue to read your Bible because it's a habit now. It's just what you do. Yeah. But the level of intimacy stops to happen because God mm-hmm. keeps saying the same thing over and over again. And we just don't want to go there. So now we feel like God's mm-hmm. not saying anything. Right. We've just grounded it out. Um, So like when you get to those places, dig into those places, like as much as you don't want to, as much as you'd rather, you know, throw the heels up and say, absolutely not. um, Those are moments of breakthrough. Those are the things that are going to kind of change a lot of things about you. And this is how we find hope again. This is how we find freedom again, is we we pursue these tough conversations. We pursue these tough things with God. It's like when you have, when you have an intense knot in your back or your shoulder or whatever, like you don't want, you don't want a massage that just focuses on your foot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I went to massage, but I just think like, if you have a bad knot in your muscle right now, yeah, yeah, that's right. Cause COVID, COVID. um, no, like if you have a horrible knot in, in your neck or in your leg or whatever, you have to like rub it with force and and break that thing down or it's never going away or maybe it would in like two weeks you know but if you don't focus on that thing intensely that you maybe don't want to focus on because it hurts in the moment like you're never going to get through it you're never and i don't know if you've ever had a knot taken out but holy crap does it hurt like good illustration like holy Yeah. Like, and that's yeah, how it feels sometimes. Like, yeah, here I'm going yeah. through life thinking this situation played out this way. In all reality, it was playing out a much different way, and I just saw it wrong. But now I got to yeah. work through all of that and deal with all of that, right? The whole time. Um, yeah. Start to open those things up and accept my blame in it and then forgive as, as I need to in it. Um, yeah. And forgiving yourself is a big piece of it, too. Totally. Like, you know, if we can't talk about the sin that used to own us, mm. um, we haven't dealt with the sin that used to own us. Yeah. Like I'll say it this way. I used to struggle with pornography. I would still say mm. I still struggle with pornography to some extent mm. because it's still like, it's still a temptation. Um, still, It's still part of you. Like you yeah. just said, it's it maybe the old you, but it's still part of you, you know? Yeah. But like actively going through it, 
Like if yeah. I didn't dig into those moments of like the emotion that was surrounding those things of like yeah. there's a high level of shame that exists in that world. Um, so like I, I had to deal with that. I had to have those conversations with God and I had to have those conversations with those around me of like this is what it's doing and this is how it's warped my view on life. And, um, yeah. you know, this I think this is why I do it. This is what it's stemming from. And it's this pain or it's this like for me, it was control. Like I can yeah, control yeah. this. So I'm going to go down mm-hmm. these roads. Like dig into those things like. And if we can't talk about those things, then it's not like, um, yeah. then we're probably not fully healed from it. Like, right. I, I think the last last episode we got into me getting fired. Um, mm. I, I have no problem talking with talking about it. Um, yeah. I do have a problem with talking about it publicly um, yeah. because there's a lot of people involved in it, and I don't want to, I don't want to cause pain or sure. more strife or more division because it's it wouldn't be the reason of I'm talking about it. But like right. I, I look back in the situation, there's plenty of things that I did wrong. There's plenty of things mm-hmm. that others did wrong in that situation. Um, and it imploded and it got bad and it is what it is. But if yeah. I couldn't talk about those things, yeah. um, I couldn't be open about those things. Then like, have I really dealt with those things? No, like it's yeah. still there. It's still unforgiveness. It's still whatever it happens to be. Um, now, like I said, don't be stupid. Like, know the environment that you're using to talk about these things. Now we're talking about talking with God about these things, dig into that safe environment. Really great. We're on a podcast right now. And a lot of people from that previous job, listen to our podcast. Uh, I'm not opening up that can of worms right now. Like not worth it. Yeah. It's going to create division that doesn't need to be created. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's the, the whole piece of it of what is your motive behind it? And is your motive something that honors God? And, uh, and man, I know you and I know the story of what happened well. And until you're in a spot with that example of like, this motive is God honoring and this is, this is unifying and this is why I'm bringing this up um, yeah. until then, or uh, it doesn't ever need to be in the podcast in detail. And it doesn't, doesn't ever, never, or doesn't ever necessarily need to be on this type of discussion in detail. Maybe that's something that God sent you through that season so that you can counsel other people 10 years from now who are going through a season like that, you know, like, yeah. well, and, we don't and I'll know say this, the like, reasons why that is. Yeah, don't, and I have no like, problem. I have no problem talking about it. Um, yeah. It's the medium that I choose to talk about it. Yeah. Like if, if you're listening to this and, and you know, I got fired and you have a lot of questions or whatever happens to be, I, I have no problem. Reach out to me. I, I sit down with you. We could have, co- we can't have coffee and we're not allowed in coffee shops. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> we can go out to eat though. Make sense of that. You're allowed to go out to eat, but you can't sit in a coffee That's shop. That's right. That's right. Um, but so like, I'd, I'd love to sit down and we can, we can talk through that on, on the grand scale. Um, yeah. But it's not, it's not for this. And cause we started at one point of like, Hey, let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And as I really process through it, it's like, nah, it's going to cause a lot more yeah. destruction than it needs to. Um, See, but there's probably like 10 lessons out of it that you can weave in things that you learned through that oh, experience sure. because you were having daily time with uh-huh. Jesus through all of it, that he was teaching you things that you were uniquely positioned to learn in those oh, moments. For sure. That if he was trying to teach you that today and you hadn't gone through that, you couldn't learn that today. Or if he was trying to teach you that and you weren't in this like stress of I might be fired, I might quit, but I'm still working here, whatever. Like if you weren't in that tension, maybe you couldn't learn a lot of the things he taught you. So it's like just, you know, you teach the lessons, take the meat, spit out the bone type of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I when. A few minutes ago, when you were talking about kind of the seasons of like the sway of, of there will be a time where spending time with Jesus feels like it doesn't feel as rewarding in those moments. I just, I was getting the, I was thinking about it and it's like, um, I don't know a good analogy, but so I don't think I'll use an analogy, but I think maybe that, that we go through seasons in, in building these habits of like, these daily, I'm trying to follow Jesus habits. And, um, and they start off maybe with like an emotional high. Cause it's like, I'm starting something new and then you get 10 days in and you're like, this is kind of a part of what I'm doing. And then it's like, you're 50 days in and you're like, this is a part of my life. And you hit like six months in and you're like, this doesn't feel like it used to, you know? And I think part of that is that God comes really close to us this may be totally wrong. I think God draws really close to us and then backs off just a tiny bit 
over time so that we actually have to pursue a little bit more. And then as soon as we start pursuing a little bit more in those seasons and with that motive of, I want to get closer, I want to build more intimacy. Then I think he comes closer and then he backs up just a little bit, you know, six months later, maybe a week later, I don't know the timetables, but I think it's like, that's how you grow in this intimacy and trust is like, I'm not always just holding your hand. Like I can't, I can't ever teach somebody to swim if I'm always holding them up by the armpits, you know, like my daughter loves to swim. If I always just hold her um, like this right in front of me, she never really has to kick her legs, never really has to try, never has to learn what it's like to go underwater and Mm -hmm. have water go up her nose and learn, Oh, that's why I should hold my breath, you know? And I think like, I think all of that, stacks up with the relationship with Jesus where it's like it doesn't always feel like you're on a mountaintop but it's always going to be worth it it's always worth giving it a shot because it's always taking you somewhere deeper into the relationship with God um and and frankly making you better <laughs> at, yeah. at being a person in this world like making you look a little bit different if each day you're saying I'm going to dedicate something in my day even 5 minutes say I have a crappy construction job where I don't feel like I make much impact in my day. Um, Well, I'm going to dedicate five minutes and I'm going to try to spend it with the God who made everything. The God who one day all knees are going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess before him that you are God. You know, I'm going to spend five minutes with, with that being, you know, and I'm going to dedicate my life to that even for five minutes in my day, it's like, it takes the focus and it shifts it and it starts to shift our paradigm over time to say like, actually, this is the lens I view this world through is my relationship with Jesus. And man, when you get to that point, when you, when you even are starting to get more to that point, it's like, it's boundless in the, in the goodness and in the, the healing, of like all the past hurts that you've been through, whether it's being fired or struggling with addiction or, um, whatever, whatever those hurts are, man. Um, I don't know. I just think there's infinite goodness in it and it's, and it's always worth it. So I do think it's always worth taking a shot, especially if it's been a while and especially if you've fallen out of the habit or if it feels stale Maybe you just yeah. need to step into it a little bit more. Um, you step up for a minute, um, instead of just expecting a handout from God every time. So, yeah. That's well, my like you're saying, like I think, I think that the the swimming analogy is a great one in terms of like what God is trying to do, because oftentimes when when you get into these ruts where you feel very distant from God, right? There's typically a cause, mm-hmm. um, like it's unmet expectations on your part. Like I expected God to come through in this way, and He didn't. Um, uh, I expected, you know, this situation to work out in my favor and he didn't. Uh, I expected to be married by this age, but it hasn't yeah. happened. Like digging into the things, like I can't just sit there and blame God for all those things. Or I can take the time to figure out like what's God teaching me in the midst of all these things. Um, not saying they're not painful, not saying they don't hurt. Um, those are all valid emotions. Um, yeah. But it's in the moment, what can I learn in the moment, right? Like yeah. h- how can I learn to forgive better? How can I kind of hold things looser in my hands, though it feels so difficult to let things I deeply love go, right? Like all all good things that help us live a better life in our future. Um, mm. Gives us greater freedom in this life. It gives us greater treasures in the next, um, right? Like this is, this is the work that has to be done in our souls mm. and in our hearts uh, for us to continue to be shaped of who Jesus is going to be. But, but I think oftentimes our faith is, is like Paul said, it's, it's like, we're still, you know, sucking on the teeth for lack of a better term. Uh, yeah, he didn't say it that way. That was, that was my interpretation, but um, <laughs> like, but that's all Christianity is. Oftentimes we don't get past yeah. the teeth because yeah. it, that moment of like, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I know, yeah. but this isn't giving me the, the nutrition that I need. Yeah. Like I've yeah. got to move, I got to move my game up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've essentially you've conquered this level, um, but there's this whole nother level. And I think oftentimes people get to the end of that first level and they just sit there forever um, mm. because, and they're missing out on so much because that's just what they know. 
Yeah. Um, so like, how can you increase your intimacy with Jesus now? I think it's conversation. Mm. I think it's intentional yeah. conversation. I think it's intentionally spending time with Jesus. I think it's intentionally um, creating silence in your life, so mm-hmm. removing the, the distractions of what's going around. And if it's putting the Bible on um, to listen to it, and that's the thing that drowns out everything else, great, listen to it. Um, yeah. Like, I'm I'm not an auditory learner. I've learned mm-hmm. to be an auditory learner because it's much easier to listen yeah. to audiobooks as you drive yeah. than just yeah. to sit down and read a book. Mm-hmm. Um but like there's there's a lot there's a lot to it in terms of like know yourself, um, know the things that are you're gonna pull the most out of um, in terms of relationship understanding, and then look for ways to get vulnerable with Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's there's your biggest keys. Like certain verses pop out to you, and you don't want them to pop out to you. Figure out why they're popping out to you. Yeah. Take the time, and maybe you're a verse into whatever you plan to read that day. That's okay. Yeah. You're only a verse in, and man, totally. Jesus is already at work. Dig into whatever that happens to be, or maybe yeah. you're six chapters in, and you're like, Jesus hasn't told me a freaking thing yet. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just time to close the Bible for now and just really dig into prayer and talk to God about yeah. about why you think this is happening. Um, yeah. Like. Jesus is seeking us as much as we're seeking. I should say it this way: Jesus is seeking us much more than we're seeking Him. Yeah. But He's He's pursuing. Um. He's just He's just waiting for you to knock. He's just waiting for you to ask. He's just yeah. waiting for you to seek. Um. Yeah. And the floodgates get opened, and not the floodgates in prosperity, totally. the floodgates in in fullness of of relationship yeah. with Him. Um. Yeah. This is what we get to find. So take a chance and take a risk. It might not turn out the way you expected it to, and that's okay. Um. It yeah. might not be this grand hot moment, and that's okay too. Like look for <laughs> just look for the nuggets that's all you're chasing right like it's like this thing of like hey i knew jesus really well or i knew johnny really well we grew up together we've known each other for a long time i know everything about johnny but then johnny and i haven't seen each other for 10 years well the first time i see johnny could be a little awkward for some sometimes you have those friends like it's just right back to wherever you left off it's great and awesome but yeah we won't use that example we use the example like it's a little strange now johnny's a little bit different than i than i remember johnny being and now we got to kind of find that ground of of commonality and start to build in that relationship again right like you can be awkward at first but keep pursuing it keep chasing it keep looking for times to have with god like for me like when i'm in seasons where i just need more of that time i just go drive yeah. Um, and I don't just yeah. drive and not think about anything. I drive and I pray and I just mm-hmm. drive for the next, you know, whatever, hour and a half. And we're just going to pray yeah. and seek God and, and, and really just let it all out. I think oftentimes when we're in those really shitty seasons, all we're letting out is, God, this is everything I'm frustrated with. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's an important piece, but that's all it is. So it's, God, here's my problem. Yeah. Now I need you to fix it. But that's not the work yeah. that God wants to do in those moments. Yeah. God wants you to get deeper. God wants you yeah. to get to the real root of what's going on. God wants you to yeah. really figure out why are you feeling this way? Like what, what, like have those kind of conversations. And it's not necessarily yeah. like God do for me. It's mm-hmm. remember the promises God already has and then speak those promises over you too. Right? Like those things yeah. are true as well. Um, I think too often we focus on necessarily the problem and not necessarily the source of the problem and not necessarily the freedom and the promise that Jesus has already given to that problem. Um, we're just too focused on the problem. So back up a little bit, um, back up a little bit so you can, you can see, um, what Jesus is up to and back up a little bit so you can talk more about what, and maybe it's, and if you talk about the problem, if you are listening to this and you find yourself in that rut where you're just saying, this is my problem, this is my problem, this is my problem then just maybe ask yourself the question next time you're about to pray that type of prayer and and ask yourself the question or just ex- take a minute to explain to God, hey, here's here's the problem and here's what I think I did to get to this place. Here's what I think I did wrong in this thing. What do you think about that? Pause. <laughs> you know, What do you think, God? Is that right? Is this what I did to get into this problem? Uh how can I get out of this? How can I avoid it in the future? Pause. Jesus, what do you want to say to me in this moment? What do you want to say to me in this season? Because I've yeah. been complaining about it for right a long now? time. Pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that type of thing where it's actual conversation. Where because the enemy's on the other side of that, right? Uh-huh. The enemy's yeah. just constantly pounding you with a lie. And the lie is, is your problem. God doesn't is care, right? God doesn't yeah. care. God doesn't yeah. care. This is on you. You're a shitty Christian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like no yeah. wonder God doesn't want to intervene in the, like that's yeah. the, the lie that's going to keep pounding. So I think your questions are gold of terms yeah. of like, 
God, what am I learning in this moment? Paul, I don't want to ask that question. I don't care what I'm learning in this moment. I want God to fix the moment. Uh, but that that's not, the, that's not the posture we should yeah. be taking, right? That's not humility. Yeah. Um, like, it's, yeah. God, what do you want to do? Wh- what do I got to do in this moment? Pause. Yeah. God, like, mm-hmm. can we walk through the journey that got us to this place? Yeah. Um, pause. Um, how do I get out of this? What promises mm-hmm. do I need to repeat to myself over and over again, God? Mm-hmm. Pause, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's gold as well. Yeah, dude, that's, that's so good, man. I, and I need to wrap in a minute because I'm hearing, hearing my daughter waking up, but, um, but man, um, I didn't know exactly where we were going to go with this daily Jesus, because we've been talking about all the things that contribute to this, whether it be prayer or confession or time away, rest or hunger strikes as we called it fasting, you know, listen to our last few episodes and we, we dig into all of that stuff. Um, the yep. Jesus habits, you know, the disciplines of following Christ of, of trying to live this Jesus life out. Um, man, all of that is gold. What you just said, ask those questions. If, if you don't take anything else away from this, take that stuff away, just give it a shot and start there. It's, it's not going to backfire. It's not going to look bad. You might hear the enemy speaking and, and it might sound like your voice, your own voice of, of course, that's your fault. You're an idiot. You know, you did that. Obviously, you know that you were there, all that stuff, man, try to tune it out, spend time and say, no, God, like you don't send, you don't use shame to push me towards you. Um, you don't do that. Satan does. Amen. Let me not hear what he's saying. Let me hear what you're trying to say, because I know Amen. you're trying to call me higher. I know you're trying to take me past the sin. Help me get there because, you Amen. know, I can't get there alone. Um, and just start, start simple. And, and it's going to grow if you make it a pattern in your life. And if you forcibly carve out just a little bit of time each day, it'll get it won't get that much easier, but it's going to get more and more rewarding over time. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and say, if you start with five minutes every day for the first 30 days, you're going to be at two hours a day in nine months. No, man, I'm not going to say that. You might, (laughs) but in my experience, it's always hard to carve out time, but it's always worth it. Just give it a shot. Like nothing to lose. What do you think, man? No, I think that's great. Give it a shot. Um, What you have to lose. Uh, Hey, next, next week we talk about community and kind of the church in terms of the people, what is it supposed to look mm. like? And um, we're really going to, we're really going to kind of dig into this idea. Andrew doesn't know any of this yet, but it's all in my head. Of, <laughs> uh, we're doing community completely wrong. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not even, I think we have wrong definitions of community. I think um, we don't necessarily understand what Jesus really meant when he talked about unity and how yeah. we fight for unity. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, please, please too. tune in and listen. Um, we're going to start posting on Thursdays. Uh, yeah. starting not this week, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be a couple days late compared to our normal Tuesday postings. Don't freak out. We're still around. We haven't forgot about you. Yeah. We haven't given and up we'll on this thing. we'll put it on social just, media hit... a bunch that day. You'll see it. You're going to see that. Come Hopefully, because... Because you already liked us. We're you already so subscribed bad. to us. We're you so are... bad at social media. <laughs> hey, if you're listening right now, I don't know if we've said this before, and you like you like the social media thing, it's like your jam. Um, you love to make the ticky talks. Um, love <laughs> And you want to help us out just to post things for us on a regular basis. That'd be great. Cause look at our personal Instagrams. They're not great. Post like once every like six months. (laughs) Um, We're not consistent. (laughs) We don't think about it. It doesn't come to mind. We need Uh, help. All right. We need help. That's what we're saying. This department. We need help. help. We need someone to help us with some social media stuff (laughs) just to get the word out. uh, (laughs) We're not, we're not super good at it. We kind of suck. Uh, but hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, please rate us. Uh, we're on all the big platforms. Uh, we are even on iHeartRadio now. I don't know who listens to iHeartRadio, but it feels like that was the one that made us jump through the most amount of hoops to get us on their platform. Uh, but we're there. Uh, you, I assume you're listening on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify Podcasts because yeah. um, that's where majority, I think like 98% of all of our yeah. listeners listen from. That's right. Um, but hey, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We are praying for you guys. Hey, Andrew, as always, it's good to see you, my friend. Josh, thanks for the conversation.